Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, community organisations are the lifeblood of Irish society and their dedication to the betterment of their local areas is laudable. But in many instances, these organisations can struggle to secure the finance they require to complete a project. Barry Sims of Community Finance Ireland joins us now to explain how they solve that problem. Barry, it's been five years since you joined us on Business Matters, so remind us about what Community Finance Ireland does. Community Finance Ireland is a social finance provider supporting uh, charities, community groups, social enterprises, amateur sporting clubs and really anything that's volunteer-led. I do want to speak to you about, let's say, sports organisations first because earlier this year, of course, there was €150 million Euros of funding approved through the Sports Capital Fund. Ultimately, I think that was supposed to start out at €40 million. Very much so and uh, a very welcome uh, boost to the amount of funding made available. We all know, I think, post-pandemic how important our local sporting clubs meant for everyone. What it has really done, um, Carol, it has, it has resulted in, I suppose, an increased volume in, in those groups seeking support funding. Uh, sports capital, as you may be aware, requires the, the awardee to uh, discharge the payment to their contractor or to their equipment supplier prior to being able to claim their grant. And in those instances, sometimes the cash flow hasn't been there within clubs. And as a result of the pandemic, you know, with fundraising diminished and revenues down, that cash flow hurdle can be a real real dilemma for clubs because it's it's necessary in order to draw down their grant award. And there's nothing worse for a club than uh, to be awarded a grant and not being able to access it. So that from Community Finance Ireland has been a, a key service provision. And do Community Finance Ireland require a match funding element to any community organisation that you're funding? Not a, it's not a, a given requirement. It, it would be for the, for the grant awardee. There's often is a match funding requirement, but that can often be through the provision of social loan finance like Community Finance Ireland provides. So we can actually assist groups and clubs get access to grant finance by giving them that necessary match funding. So the second cohort of clients that you deal with are community groups right across the country. So talk to us about typical projects that they engage in that community finance provide funding for. Yeah, so on the community side, a lot of it has been around, I suppose, bringing facilities up to standard. Um, There's been a lot of of old halls and centres around the county and in the regions that were built at a time and served their purpose, but they no longer are hospitable in some cases and uh, maybe not quite to current big building regulation standard, be it from a, an environmental perspective or from a health and safety perspective. And where Community Finance Ireland has been able to come in uh, has been to be able to retrofit and upgrade those, maybe provide disability access, as I say, future-proof those buildings by assisting them with energy upgrades, which, as we all know, is a current key topic. And how does Community Finance Ireland then go about supporting charities? The charity one is another good mix because I suppose they're about their service provision. So it's about making sure that the service that that charity is dedicated towards has the optimum range of services and, and access to service. And sometimes that's been, you know, adding a new demographic, you know, adding to the current facilities that are on offer. And like the community centre, it's about really ensuring that it's all inclusive, you know, from the very young to those that are in the older age bracket or maybe infirmed. And when these organisations approach Community Finance Ireland, what specific criteria do they need to meet? Like really what we're looking for from, from groups is to them to have a good understanding about what it is they're looking to achieve. We'll be able to build on and add flesh to the bones, as they say, in terms of 
the project in question, we'll have seen it most likely something uh, similar to what that particular organisation is looking to achieve in other circumstances. We may be able to signpost them to other supports in addition to what Community Finance Ireland can give. But where the, the key pieces really are for that group to understand what it is that's missing in their community or missing in their organisation. Come and talk to us and we will then structure the finance around their organisation. It'll be bespoke, it'll be for their organisation only and it will then be a fit for purpose uh, piece of finance to assist them in, in delivering on, it, on, their, on their mission or on their project. And in terms of structuring that finance, talk to us about typical terms and are there any funding limits? Typically, we operate within a range of 10,000 up to 500,000. Um, that would extend out as far as a 15-year term, but it can be as short um, as a couple of weeks, as we may have seen on some of the smaller sports capital programmes, which can get turned around quite quickly. What is the range of interest rates that would be charged by Community Finance Ireland? Well, Carl, as you know, we're in a very volatile interest rate environment at the moment. Um, typical, uh, typically, at the moment, we're running at about six, six and a quarter percent. Um, but obviously, you know, we have seen an increase in July from the ECB uh, of half a percent to further 75 basis points only last month with further, unfortunately, in increases in implemented. But Community Finance Ireland ha have agreed to not pass on any interest rate increases until year end. And we'll obviously review it in 2023. But my advice to groups, unfortunately, is no more than energy to budget for increased financial costs. And what typically do you require from a security perspective? The large proportion of our portfolio is unsecured. Um, these people are invariably volunteers. The assets they own may not be in their own uh, organisation's name. They may be vested in a national body or maybe owned through the local parish or you know, through a hybrid model. So it's not uh, as regular as the main street where, you know, we're looking to have a recourse, if you like, to assets and individuals. Like we will not accept personal guarantees, for example, as a big differentiator from the high street. And as I say, in a lot of cases, no security is available, but that is not something that would deter us from being able to provide the support. What is the average size of a project that Community Finance Ireland is supporting? It has typically run at around about 100,000, strangely enough, Carl, and that will obviously vary from the lower end of things all the way up to the half million. But in recent years, the data would suggest uh, it, it runs at about uh, about 100,000. And in recent years, you know, our, our approvals would have been typically in the 10 to 12 million. So that's 100 to 120 projects um, in, a, in, a general, in a general year. And in terms of the support that you provide to these community groups, is part of that assistance with applying for grant aid? It's something that we look for the group actually to take control on because it's them that know the project that, that they're looking to do. What we assist them with is the support around the finance element of it. But they need to come, it needs to come from within the project and the void that they're trying to solve where we will support them in the grant applications, however, is for the likes of the Sports Capital Grant, there is obviously an appendix within their grant application that we've, we're happy to complete on their behalf to show that match funding, for example, is there or bridging finance is there. Likewise, in the leader programme, for example, they will look for evidence of match funding and indeed bridging finance. And again, we will provide letters of support through those application stages. But the actual nature of the project is that the organisation itself would take ownership and identify what it is that they're trying to solve. And there's very 
very good at people in the likes of Wexford Local Development, you know, with development officers, and they're right across the country. And those development officers do great work in preparing groups for, for grant applications as well. And overall then, Barry, what percentage of projects that you're supporting have a government grant element to them? We work with groups independent of grant aid as well as in addition. Obviously, on the sporting side of it, groups will look to access where there is grant available uh, to them and because if the project is eligible for it, you know, it is obviously a great supporter and it's non-repayable you know, in terms of unlike finance. So we would see it as a strong element, but we do work with groups absent of grant support. And has there been any problem in relation to distressed loans held by Community Finance Ireland over the past few years? There's no doubt about it, Carol. Like in March 2020, there were some organisations and groups literally lost their entire revenue streams overnight. Um, but that's the great thing with social finance. You know, we, we, we worked through with them. We remained patient. We supported them as they needed. And thankfully, Carol, the majority of them have now been well recovered. We're able to access some, some government-led COVID supports. And indeed, some of them actually locally thrived, you know, because, for example, those that are in tourism, you know, we were no longer getting on planes. They identified what was on their doorstep and some, as I say, uh, got a reasonable bounce out of the events of COVID. Others, of course, were deeply hurt. And uh, as I say, Community Finance Ireland was there to stand by them. And of course, we've seen a huge increase in the number of social enterprises that have started in Ireland over the past five years. So has Community Finance been supporting many of them? And if so, in what particular sectors? Yes, very much so. Like a national policy for, for social enterprise was launched a couple of years ago, Carol, and, and thankfully, you know, Community Finance Ireland has been in a position to support them. And, and some of those have gone on to scale up to significant uh, levels. I, I think of GIY in Waterford as a very good example in the southeast, you know, that, that's leading the charge on, on zero food waste and sustainability and food miles and grow your own food. Uh, as a local southeast example, and it has scaled tremendously uh, through McKelly and his team there, and and others as well that we have been able to support. I think of Sensational Kids, who who started off in Kildare with one outlet, and now are, have a presence in every province. And again, Community Finance Ireland supported them. There are only two quick examples, but again, social enterprises definitely one area to keep an eye on and one that Community Finance Ireland are keen to continue its supporting. And Barry, finally, what advice do you have for community groups that may be considering undertaking a project which requires a significant investment? The real key thing is to is A, to identify the project and, and scale it out and what does that look like and B, is to engage with, with the sector individuals like myself, organisations like the local authority, the local development company, there's a wealth of experience and the great thing about the sector, Carol, is their willingness to share. There will always be people to give good, solid advice. There will be people that will have, have experienced the journey, they'll have experienced the pitfalls and they'll be able to, I suppose, minimise some of those and set out in real terms what the project might look like from both a financial perspective, but also from an operational perspective in terms of upon completion of maybe the large capital outlay they're going to have that they understand in its totality as to what the project looks like from commencement right through to operational and doors open. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Barry Sims from Community Finance Ireland, and it's great to see these valuable projects get the support that they deserve. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast Radio.